Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,463. I never dreamed about success. I worked for it. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, calling in from Pomona, California, Mitzi Valenzuela. Hey, Mitzi, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I sure am. Sounds good to me, Mark. We'll have some fun. Mitzi Valenzuela is the owner of Mitzi & Company Photography, a business she founded in 2004. She specializes in pinup and automotive photography through her love for people, travel, and exploring car shows and events around the world. She launched her first international pinup contest at the Moon Eyes Yokohama Hot Rod Custom Show and has run several other contests, including the Grand National Roaster Show in Sacramento Autorama Trophy Girl Contest. Mitzi produces an annual pinup and hot rod calendar each year and celebrates her 10-year anniversary back in 2019. Her photography has been featured in numerous publications and she has appeared on a number of reality TV shows. That's cool. Today, she is creating a dream studio in her new mid-century modern home. I love that. Mitzi, before we jump into the questions, we're going to say a quick hello and thank you to the sponsors that make Cars Yeah! possible. We'll be right back. Winter's here and things can get a little messy. Rain, snow, salt, mud, dirt, and everything Mother Nature comes up with can hurt the finishes of your vehicles, both inside and out. I'm not worried, though, because I've used Covercraft car covers on my rides since 1975. Today, Covercraft offers you a total solution to vehicle protection. They make the best-fitting, finest-made car covers in the world and offer a wide variety of materials, colors, and options that protect your paint and the interior, too. Live where it's sunny all the time? Lucky. Covercraft dash covers and sunscreens are the best. Got pets? Messy kids? Messy in-laws? Or just messy friends? Covercraft seat covers are the perfect fit and the perfect solution for keeping your seats looking new and don't forget their custom fit floor mats and trunk liners they are a must-have for all your vehicles your cars trucks van or whatever you drive will say thank you and i've got a deal for you during january 2020 you can get 10 percent off plus free shipping on all covercraft products that's right go to covercraft.com and use the code yeah 120 that's y-e-a-h 120 at checkout that's covercraft.com and use the code yeah 120 at checkout hey cars yeah race fans Andy Collins, owner of Armadillo Racing, is a past guest here on Cars Yeah. Last year, I was honored to be a speaker at his high-performance racing seminar. And having attended, I can tell you it's an invaluable learning experience if you love to race. This year marks the 25th anniversary of Armadillo's high-performance racing seminars, and it takes place Saturday, February 8th in Tacoma, Washington. For your seminar fee, you'll spend a day with four of racing's premier professionals on how to improve your driving, and much, much more. This year's outstanding speaker lineup include Jacques Delari, PhD, world-renowned high-performance driving and life coach, Jeff Braun, a race engineer with a history at Core Racing and IMSA, Ross Bentley, top driving coach, author of world-renowned Speed Secrets and a fellow podcaster, 
and Dan Davis, retired director of motorsports for Ford Motor Company. All of these incredible racing experts are past guests here on Cars Yeah. As an added bonus for Cars Yeah listeners, you'll get to join these speakers at the Friday night reception at the incredible LeMay Car Museum for free. That's right. It's a $50 value if you sign up by January 15th. What a deal. Go to Armadillo Racing's website and register. That's armadilloracing.com. Hey, Mitzi, welcome to Cars Yeah. I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment to share a little bit more about your very fun, interesting career and a passion you have for pinup models and automobiles? Yes, thank you, Mark. Um, my name is Mitzi from Mitzi & Co. Photography. And like you mentioned, I've been specializing in pinup and hot rod photography for uh, about 15 years now. And um, I enjoy traveling the world, going to uh, various car shows. Like I mentioned, I was just in Japan for the Moon Eyes Yokohama show, where I was honored to run my second pinup contest out there and present 10 beautiful ladies to a very large international crowd. So it's been a very exciting journey for me. And I always try to visit new locations and hit up new car shows every year. So I've already started planning my 2020 schedule right now. So I'm looking forward to um, adding some new adventures. Absolutely. You know, that's pretty cool. Being in Japan and uh, doing pinup there, were they really into this? Because you think of pinup girls kind of being a U.S. thing, kind of going all the way back to the 40s and World War II. You'd see pinup models on the sides of aircraft and calendars and things. And of course, they came through the 50s and the hot rod era and even into the 60s. Were the Japanese, were they really into this or was this something kind of new for them? I can definitely say it's it's still very new, but it's also been growing over the years. My first time I attended uh, the Moon Eye show was maybe like 10 years ago or something. And I definitely saw a difference in the culture back then. The way they even dressed was a lot more, should I say, conservative. There was not more of the casual lifestyle like we do with jeans and T-shirts. Now you go out there, they definitely have more of that Americanized culture that they, I guess I want to say idolize, but um, they kind of look up to. And, you know, so they dress more like us and they emulate us more. And so obviously that plays into the car culture as well, was now you have more girls attending the car shows and looking towards the pinup culture for various sorts of inspiration, whether it be in the wardrobe or simply getting inspired to take a picture in front of a hot rod. Very cool. I love it. Tell our listeners maybe one little thing that most people don't know about you. Oh, uh, God, that's a, that's a good question. I don't know if anybody's ever asked me that before. Well, good. I always want to um, ask okay, you guess, new and unique things. <laughs> I guess a lot of people may or may not know this, but I'm a huge sports fan. Um, my husband is really into sports, and we attend a lot of games. We're actually LA Rams uh, season ticket holders, so we attend all the football games right now. But I am a huge sports fan. I love the Los Angeles Lakers, the Los Angeles Dodgers, and, of course, by Allie Ram. So people might not guess that about me because I'm such a car girl and I love photography and most of my posts are about that. So I kind of keep that life a little bit private, but every now and then you'll see a post from one of the games I'm at or when I'm hanging out with my family tailgating. So that's definitely a huge part of my life that a lot of people might not know. Well, I appreciate you sharing that with us. You know, the great thing about sports is it gives you a chance to kind of forget about everything else for a while and just get really fired up and excited and being part of a team. I know my wife is a big Seahawks fan. Uh, she turns into oh. a whole other human being. Um, I mean, it's like she almost she sends me to the garage like, 
get out of here. You can't disrupt the mojo. You know, it just she has to make this certain dish every time and she holds these two little bay leaves in her hands to give them good luck. I mean, it's just it's hilarious, but pretty serious deal for her. So that's the great thing about sports. You know, they give us a chance to kind of go somewhere else for a while and forget about everything else about life. So happy to share that with you. Listen, as we continue your journey, I want you to share a nice mantra, some kind of uh, inspirational quote, something that has some meaning for you. Uh, it's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on cars. Yeah. So Mitzi, grab the wheel. Okay, that's so funny you mentioned that because um, when you sent me over your little checklist, I looked at that and I said, that's rather interesting. I mean, there's so many that I've read and so many that kind of inspire me, that, but nothing that can really stick in my mind. And then the other day, I happened to pick up a new 2020 calendar log. I, I'm kind of old school fashioned. I don't do everything on my phone. I still write it down in an old calendar. And it just so happened to be a calendar that had all these quotes by different women. And I thought to myself, wow, that's kind of interesting that at the time that I happened to purchase the calendar, you had asked me to read a quote. So there were several that were kind of inspiring, but um, I just kind of opened up a page right now. And um, this one was by Estee Lauder. She said, I never dreamed about success. I worked for it. You know, it's a great <laughs> it's a great quote. And, you know, it's kind of like that old quote by John Lennon. Life is something that just happens while you're you're moving along. And I totally butchered that quote, but the whole idea is the same is, you know, if you just focus on what you're trying to do and do it the best you can, success will follow. Typically, uh, you can't go in there blind, but I, I never knew that that was her quote. I think that's a great one. Yeah. I mean, who's to say if these are actually true and real, you know, they might just come up with something and put someone's name underneath it. You just never know. But <laughs> yeah, well, it sounds, sounds like a one. good one. <laughs> yeah, like I said, the one that I picked up happens to be all quotes by women. So yeah, I thought well, that there was you go. I love it. Love having women here on the show, especially women in the automotive industry. It just shows that it's a growing trend, uh, and that I really love the fact that women bring so much of a different perspective to things. And the fact that you're kind of embracing—not kind of—you have embraced the pinup, kind of bringing the history into the modern car world, but then it's around these classic cars. I think it's absolutely fantastic. A happy New Year to you and everybody else. Tell us something that has you very excited and fired up about your business in 2020. Well, I've been kind of, I don't want to say putting it off for a couple of years, but um, I just moved into my own mid-century modern dream home three years ago. And uh, the goal was to always own my own studio. I've been very fortunate to have a studio my entire career other than these last few years, but I've turned my home into a studio as well. But I've always had somewhat of a commercial space. I've always wanted a space to be able to shoot classic cars. Unfortunately, costs have gotten a little expensive for me these last couple of years. It seems to get a little pricier and pricier the more things I add or the more things I want to do to it. Um, well, but I am course, hoping yeah. that in 2020, the dream does come true and um, my studio gets built. Because right after that, a lot of people know that I have a dream hot rod I've been waiting for my entire life, and that's a 1937 Ford pickup. Oh, well, cool. Well, that sounds fun. Well, you know what? I have no doubt you're going to meet that goal. I think it's going to be pretty cool. Mid-century modern homes, they have a special place in my heart. My dad was an architect. And our first home when I was a little, little boy was a mid-century modern style home. And and then the next house I grew up in was very much the same. We kind of had the outlier house on the street. Everything else was kind of traditional and same old thing. I grew up in Southern California and ours was this odd modern thing that my friends would go, what kind of house is this? This is very weird. So I remember it had a glass atrium in the middle of the living room with trees growing up through it and stuff. And everybody was like, 
Why do you have trees growing in your living room? That's the weirdest thing. But uh, so it has a special place in my heart. I have no doubt you're going to achieve that goal. I think that's going to be pretty darn cool. When did you realize that what you're doing, this world of photography and automobiles and pinup girls, was was the right thing for you? Um, I attended Cal State LA, and I got my degree in photography from there. And I was very fortunate that my photography instructor was a hot rod guy. And so I used to spend a lot of time with him on my last, my senior year, um, working on my final portfolio. And it happened to be on pinup girls. And so we definitely connected on that level, cars and pinups. And he always encouraged me to shoot and do what I loved and what I was passionate about. And I just learned so much about the car culture. And I've always been fascinated with classic cars. I've loved muscle cars. I've loved sports cars, exotic cars, customs, hot rods, you name it. I've always had a a soft spot for cars. I mean, instead of playing with Barbies, you know what I mean? I played with Hot Wheels and and little cars instead. So I've, I've always find myself to be a bit of a tomboy. So I think having that growing up, I've always had kind of a passion and an interest in cars. And then once I graduated, I was very fortunate to start shooting for various publications. I even made it in a couple of, like I mentioned, um, Hot Rod DVDs. I teamed up with a really couple of cool producers out there. And and I just managed to get my name circulated and um, in with the right people. And just everything kind of fell into place. Yeah. Well, a lot of hard work mixed in there. What's the favorite thing about what you do when it comes to shooting pinup girls? Um, I think every experience is unique and different and at the same time challenging because it's my job to make every woman feel beautiful. I think a lot of women have insecurities and issues, and that's part of the reason why they want to do pinup photography because it's more acceptable. Uh, Their body size, their shapes, their nationalities, um, there's no barriers for them. So they feel that it's an opportunity for them to shine. And so it's my job to make sure that they do and that they enjoy the experience and that they're happy with the end result. You know, it's got to be very rewarding because when you're working with people who aren't models, so they're not used to that. And a lot of us, men and women, are uncomfortable getting our pictures taken quite often because, you know, you look at a picture of yourself and typically you don't look the way you feel, you know, and I know that as I've aged, Am I that old? When, when did that happen? I feel like a lot younger than that. But um, I think it's great what you're doing. You must bring a lot of smiles to a lot of people's faces. I would hope so, yes. Yeah, I think you do. In fact, I know you do. That's very cool. And I'll encourage our listeners, I'll put links to uh, Mitzi's show notes page uh, where you can go to her website. Check out this photography and what she's done for her models, uh, regular old folks or professionals, whatever. Uh, she's really done a wonderful job. Let's take a look at some of these roads you've driven down and talk about a big challenge or a big failure. And I want you to take us to a time when things were pretty tough, really difficult for you. But more importantly, what was the learned lesson there out of that situation? How did you come out on a positive side? I guess you would say my attitude has always been positive because I always look to see my progression in my career. I feel very fortunate that I've been going for 15 years strong and that every year seems to grow for me and um, people love my work. People are constantly complimenting me and coming up to me. I can be in a place like Japan and people know me and recognize my name. So it's very flattering for that to happen on the level that it does. So to me, when something negative or something bad happens or something that I was not expecting, I always kind of try to turn it into a positive. And I've never managed to stay down for very long because um, 
that was the case, I wouldn't feel like I was moving forward. And so I always look towards the fact that I, I want to move forward. And so I never let anything, anything negative set me back. I've always been a positive person. Well, give me an example of a time that maybe kind of put you back on your heels a little bit. Because I, I love the answer there, but I want you to take us to an actual time, a time when you kind of were in a situation going, oh, man, didn't expect this to happen. How am I going to find my way out of this in a positive way? Can you share something like that with us? Um, like an actual example? Yeah, yeah, an actual real world example. I kind of want you to take us to that time and walk us through it. I, I love the, the positivity you have in your voice, but sometimes antidotes aren't so great for listeners who might be going through something. And the great thing about Cars Yeah is we can inspire other folks that might be dealing with the same thing. So many people deal with the same things and without sharing how they worked through it, uh, it's hard for those listeners to kind of go, well, that's nice, but uh, this is happening to me right now. So kind of, if you can take us to a time, that would be great. Well, I would probably say some of the most difficult things that have happened to me and they don't happen very often is, say, for instance, I'll show up at a photo shoot and my lights stop working or I forget a battery, for instance, something that's so crucial for my photo shoot. And I mean, I've gone through this whole process of setting up the car, a model, um, a location. I mean, it's, it's happened a couple times. For instance, I drove all the way out to Murrieta for a shoot and unfortunately I showed up without my camera. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Well, that's a big one. Yeah. (laughs) I packed everything and I put my camera in a different case and I grabbed the wrong case. And it was a really early morning shoot and I got there and the only thing I could think of is who do I know possibly locally? I know a lot of people. Maybe make a few phone calls. I have a friend that's a photographer that doesn't live too far. I called him, reached out. Unfortunately, he already left to a car show. So I always remain calm in the situation and try to think, first off, who do I know who could possibly help bail me out in the situation? And unfortunately, that day, I couldn't remedy that situation. So my friends were nice enough to reschedule with me the following day. And I've had various other, you know, other instances where, you know, my, my lights aren't working, but I've always traveled with backup. You know, that's the thing is always try to have a backup plan. And when you run into a situation like that, I, I try to think calmly and, and take my time and, and not panic in front of the, in front of my client, but I handled it in a professional way and it didn't work out. So they, they saw that they understood. So thank God for that. Yeah. But that's been a yeah. few times where you, there's, you, it's kind of out of your control, you know, and what can you do? Yep. But yeah. Yeah. Last year, fix it. <laughs> last year I launched a, a Cars Yeah television show and we flew a whole crew down to Los Angeles. And uh, unfortunately, the all the, the filming crew sent all their gear ahead of time, uh, which sometimes they do so they didn't have to pack it on the airplane. And it went to the hotel where the person that set up the hotel for us put it under one person's name. So when the hotel got the package, they said, well, no one by this name is going to be staying here. And they rejected. And so it all got shipped back. Well, we showed up, get to the hotel. Where's the gear? Well, uh, there was some stuff here yesterday, but we rejected it because it was under someone else's name. What? Oh, gosh. (laughs) If you want to see, you know, eight people panicking when we're ready to leave the next day for a a shoot with, you know, a full day television shoot. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And everybody was freaking out. And one of the guys, you know, I'm sitting back going, guys, we got to figure this out. And so I said, well, we're in L.A. They make TV here. There's got to be a place that'll rent us gear. Oh, yeah. So I get on my phone and 
Within two miles from us was a place that we went and rented cameras and gear and everything. At the same time, shipped the other stuff overnight, so we had it for the next day. But yeah, you got to kind of think on your feet and go, well, you can't just stop. You got to keep keep going. But oh, I feel for you, Mitzi. Been there, done that. Yeah, that's not a fun <laughs> feeling. Not a fun feeling at all. You feel pretty embarrassed. Well, let's take a short break, say thank you to our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Edelbrock has been the name in automotive performance since 1938. Edelbrock designs and builds thousands of the finest automotive performance products right here in the USA for both street and track. From their AVS2 carburetors to V6 superchargers, if it's more power you crave, Edelbrock delivers. Let's talk superchargers. Whether it's an application-specific system or a universal fit, their precision-made assemblies come in multiple stages for a wide variety of makes and models. Their V6 superchargers are dyno-tested and ensure the perfect fit and maximum horsepower torque plus added boost. You'll get huge power gains. I mean huge power gains. Quality construction you can trust and backed by decades of knowledge, Edelbrock is a brand that provides you with proven performance. And I've got a deal for you. This January 2020, you can get 10% off, 10% off if you use the code CARSYEAH at checkout. Just go to edelbrock.com and use CARSYEAH, all one word, at checkout and get 10% off. Tell them Mark at CARSYEAH sent you. That's edelbrock.com, checkout code CARSYEAH for your 10% off. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for the enthusiast and the collector. It's your monthly must-read whether you dream of owning a collector car, have two cars, or 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. Plus, you'll get the exclusive SEM guide to restoration shops included for free. At checkout, use the code CARSYA and receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription. It's an exclusive offer from me here at Cars Yeah. I'm Mark Green, and I love Sports Car Market Magazine. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah. And I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah! podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah! website at com. You take care of your cars. But who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. All right, we are back, Mitzi, and I'd love for you to share a story with us that instigated this passion you have for cars 
Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were going to be a car gal? I'm I'm not actually sure. Like I said, um, my school career was a very big, important part of my life. I feel very fortunate to have had my photography instructor kind of as a guiding, you know, guidance for me and kind of pointing me in the right direction. But I think honestly, what really started it all off was when I first attended Viva Las Vegas. That event for a lot of people is one of the biggest rockabilly car shows in the world. And so being there for the first time, I think it was 2003, 2004, I'm pretty sure it was 2004, but it could have been 2003, that I kind of opened my eyes to this whole car culture and learned about the music and the pinups and the cars and the rockabilly scene and everything that was involved all in one. And it was one place that everybody came from all over the world to be together and to celebrate our same passion. And that's what kind of drew me in and being able to have that same passion as them and then hear their stories. And that's the thing I love about going to a lot of these car shows is the older generation that's willing to sit down with me and tell me their stories. And there's been so many car shows and, and car clubs and car guys and pinup models and everybody that have shared their experience and stories with me that keeps me going. And so for Viva, that was probably one of the biggest inspirational places for me to be in all at once and kind of really consume the car culture. Very cool. What was your first special vehicle? And I know uh, we talked a little bit at the beginning about the dream car that's coming one day, but what was the first special car in your life? I actually owned a 1970 Chevy Nova. Oh, no kidding. You know, my first car was a 67 Nova. What do you love about that 70 Nova? Um, 69, 70s have always been my favorite. Uh, I just love the style of the body, the lines, and the fact that when I drove it, I always felt like I was driving this big almost like tank that I felt very safe in and people would move out of my way. (laughs) Well, you know, that era after the era that I had definitely got bigger. We went into that malaise area of cars where everything stretched out and there's a lot more metal on the car and and a lot bigger and heavier. My car was uh, much smaller uh, than the model that you have, but I know what you mean. I mean, you feel like you're kind of king of the road, right? Yes. Yeah. Very cool. What color is that car? It was yellow. Yellow. Oh, that's yes. cool. Yeah, I yeah. owned it for a year because at that time, when I was dating my husband, which was only my boyfriend at then, he's not big on cars, so we didn't know very much about cars. And so there was just a few little mechanical problems with it. So it sat in my garage for some time. And then I just, I didn't know enough about it to keep it running the way I wanted to. So luckily, I found this little 18-year-old boy that, that was his dream car. And so he brought his dad down and... And they try to wheel and deal me, but I got my price that I wanted and it went there to the go. home. There so you I was, go. I was happy about that. But I've moved on yeah. since then and hopefully by next year I'll get to have my own once again. Yes, absolutely. Here's a bit of an introspective question. I want to get in your mind a little bit here, Mitzi. If you woke up tomorrow and you were manifested as a vehicle, not what you want to be, but how you perceive yourself as a car or a truck or a bike, whatever it might be, what would Mitzi be and why? Well, it would definitely have to be my 37 Ford pickup. <laughs> I've thought about that long and hard because originally I started with a 33, 34, but I thought that was a little bit too small. And for the way I like to drive and how far I like to drive, it just didn't suit me. Then I went to a 1940 and I really liked that style and model for a while. But then when I sat in the 37, it everything felt about 
felt right about it. Usually I'm, I'm a kind of a loner when I travel. I like to travel alone a lot because it helps me think when I'm on the road. So I do travel light, but I do travel with a lot of photo equipment. So I also need a place to store all my goods. So that's kind of like my dream vehicle because when I'm in a car, it's it's my my peace time, my, my time to think and create too. And then not only that, I love scenery, I love landscape, and I love to be on the road. So anytime I see a pickup truck that's a 37, it just takes me the time that where I know that that road is waiting for me and to head off to the next destination. So Nice. Very nice. Well, we are entering what I call the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions for you and ask you to give us some very quick blips of that 37 Ford pickup throttle. So here we go. Would you share one of your personal habits that you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? Um, I would say that I'm a workaholic. I'm a, I'm very passionate about what I do and I'm constantly striving to improve myself. Um, I'm very critical of my images and I'm always reviewing and studying my work and trying to make it better. Mm, nice. And so whether it be shooting a pinup girl or shooting a car, I'm always trying to critique my lighting and improve it. Because to me, what separates me from other photographers is I don't do Photoshop. And so every image to me has to be perfect in camera. Absolutely. That's great. If I could arrange for you to sit down and have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive or say photography field, living or deceased, who would that person be? Oh, well, for me, as as a woman photographer, I have always idolized Annie Leibovitz. And her work has been featured in Rolling Stones, and she's she's doing numerous projects. Um, I think she even did the Pirelli calendar a few years back. And so I've always idolized her style and the fact that as being a woman, she's been one of the most successful female, female photographers out there. Yeah, she's figured it out, I think, is the way to describe Annie. How about the best uh, automotive advice you've ever received? Um, I would probably say just keep doing what I do. <laughs> That's what <laughs> just people tell me, you know, just keep at it. There you go. How about a great tip you might have for our listeners that you feel has made your business a success? It could be a resource that's a go-to for you, a website, an app, a supplier, maybe even a person. Um, actually, I love social media, uh, specifically Instagram. Um, for me, visual imagery has always been something that I'm drawn to. And for me, Instagram provides so much beautiful imagery, even if it's just people or people taking pictures of food or their trips out in nature or a classic car. There's so many amazing images that people do nowadays, even on just their phone, you know, on their phone, amazing the quality that you can get these days. So for people to be able to share that uh, with the world on a site like Instagram, for me, that's that's absolutely perfect. And everybody should be on Instagram. What's your Instagram name? Mitzi and Co. Mitzi, the ampersand or the word and? The word and, yes. And Co. Okay, I'll make sure I put a link to that so that uh, we can all follow. I already follow you, but uh, for those listeners out there so they can follow you and look at your beautiful photography. Is there a book that you've read that you'd like to share with our listeners? Actually, there is. The good friend of mine, uh, Jim Lindsay, I managed to meet him several years back at Bonneville. He races out there and we've become really good friends and he's an author. And I, uh, a few months back, finally finished his book, The Little Bastards, which was just a cool story about kids growing up in the 50s that liked hot rods and what it was like then. So it was kind of interesting to see his perspective growing up a little bit and to be able to read something kind of tied along the lines of what I enjoy. Classic cars. Yeah, very cool. And of course, 
For those of you, uh, you think back to that title, The Little Bastard, the thing that comes to mind is, of course, the 550 Spider uh, that uh, the famous movie star uh, drove and unfortunately died in. But uh, that's what he had written across James Dean. It had written across the back of his little 550 Spider. So uh, very cool. I don't have that book. I'll have to get my hands on that. Sounds like a, a fun book to read. I'll make sure that I put a link to that book on Mitzi's show notes page on the Cars yeah! website. You can go there and check it out and get your hands on a copy. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type in Mitzi, M-I-T-Z-I, Valenzuela, just as it sounds. That's how it's spelled. And that page will pop right up. All right, Mitzi, we're up to the checkered flag. I think I know how you're going to answer this question, but you might surprise me. I'm going to buy you a very cool collector car today. Anything you want. It can be in any condition, completely restored, whatever you want. I'm paying for it, but there's a couple rules here. Just to keep you honest, one is you can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with or camera gear. Uh, Two, I want you to drive it and enjoy it, which I don't think will be a problem for you. You get out on the road and have some fun. But here's the deal. It's the only one cool collector car you can have. So you know what that means. It's either going to be the car of your dreams, that 37 Ford pickup, or something different. What can I buy you? I'm going to have to stick with the 37 Ford pickup. I've only <laughs> waited my entire it. life for that one, to be honest. And yeah, that's, yeah. that's the only thing I set my eyes on and have had my eyes on for the longest time. So even though I love all other types of classic cars, that will and always will be my dream car. Yeah, well, that's cool. I love the fact that you've had your eye on that ball for a long time. and. That's what you really want, and I, I admire that, and I think it's great, and I have no doubt you're going to have that one day. Uh, what color do you want that pickup to be, just so I get you the right one? <laughs> you know, that I've been thinking a lot about. I'm going to probably avoid black, but um, some sort of maybe a metallic bluish-green color. Okay, all right. Um, but definitely something that has a little bit of a pearl in it, so okay. it still has a bit of a feminine touch to it. So is this going to be a little bit of a... A hot rod or resto mod, or do you want it to look completely authentic? Definitely, definitely a hot rod. It's going to be chopped, and it's going to have a small block Chevy (laughs) on it so I can drive it long distance, because that's what I like to do is drive. Very cool. Ah, Sounds like fun. Mitzi, you're a great person. You've taken us on a great ride today. I've really enjoyed getting to know you better. I want to thank you for sharing your journey with the Cars Yeah audience. Could you offer us a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you drive off to that next photo shoot in that beautiful 37 Ford pickup. Actually, I would, to be honest. I would tell every car guy out there, make sure you start documenting your love, your love of your cars, because a lot of guys these days that I meet forget to take pictures. And you might win an award or you might be working on that classic car. You might have just bought it and you might have spent the last five years restoring it, but you have actually no documentation of that. And for me as a photographer, documentation is everything. And for car owners, it should be the same. So pick up your camera, pick up your camera phone and take some pictures of your classic cars. Yeah. You know, it's so easy today too. I think back, I've tried to find old pictures of cars I had back when I was a kid and I have so few. Because back then it was a challenge, you know, you had to have a real camera and you had to pay money to get that film done in those prints and it was expensive. And we really take for granted the power we have in our hands these days for not only pictures, but video and the the incredible quality these phones have. I'm, I'm just, I'm a photographer. I love doing photography and I'm just blown away at the quality that you see. I saw a great film that was produced on a new iPhone by a film producer 
of a kid's, maybe listeners saw it over Christmas time, of a kid's snowball fight and did it all on a phone. I mean, it's just uh, incredible. So yeah, get out there and document. Uh, Definitely a great advice from Mitzi here. What's the best way for our listeners to keep in touch with you and follow along with what you're doing? Uh, Visit my website, MitziAndCo.com. There you go. Again, I'm going to make sure I put a link to that and go to the Instagram page at Mitzi and Co. and follow her on Instagram. You can see some beautiful photography. Uh, get involved with Instagram. It's a really, really fun medium to get out there. You can start your own page. You don't have to be a pro. You can have fun, share things with friends and so forth. You can keep it private or put it out there public. You never know where it might take you. Listeners, you can find everything on Mitzi's show notes page here on the Cars Yeah website. Mitzi, thanks for being so generous today with your time your expertise, and uh, your wonderful inspiration. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thanks, Mark, and thanks, Cartier. You're welcome. Hey, Mark Green here from Cars Yeah! Did you know you can now see me on the Cars Yeah! TV show? It's a weekly visit to some of my past Cars Yeah! podcast guests, and I take you along for the ride. You go behind the garage door and into their lives, their businesses, and you get to see what makes them successful. With tens of millions of viewers, Cars Yeah! TV is making its mark. Cars Yeah! TV is available on MAV TV and Lucas Oil Racing TV. You'll find MAV TV on Direct TV. Fubo TV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through Lucas Oil Racing Television online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!